Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Content warning. This episode will discuss a lot of heavy topics, such as sexual assault and abortion. Please be kind to yourself. Prepare yourself with before and or after care. And remember, if you or a loved one is going through it, you can call the National Sexual Assault Hotline, 1-800-656-HOPE. That's 1-800-656-4673. Or if you'd like to learn more about the issues consider visiting www.blackrj.org, which is the website for In Our Voice, the National Black Women's Reproductive Justice Agenda. Join us explore the stories, policies, practices, and ideas of the new Survivors Movement. This is Survivors Hills with your host, Oya L. Sherell. Greetings, good people. This is a mini episode that we will call I'm Surviving Mother and Child, and it needs some context. Lots of context, in fact. So to start... This conversation is at a point where my mom joined me in a reflection of episode one, which if you've been listening in, that was my guide to surviving rape culture. Today's conversation, let's start off that it's the perfect time of the year for this conversation. Do you know why? Because when I was a young child, I was told that the Virgin Mary had a baby boy, and that baby was not her husband's child. She was visited by an angel who foretold of her pregnancy. She was poor, yet she had a support system. Little did she know, the governing rulers were out to kill her child. In any case, Mary made a choice. A choice. After the angel came and said what would happen, Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord. 
let this happen to me as you say. Then the angel went away. She made a choice, though. So, tis the season that this story of divine birth is celebrated alongside other pagan, cultural, and religious ceremonies marking our winter solstice. In any case, this story that we all have heard repeated each year in our Silent Night hymn and the like is just one of the contexts that my mother and I are reflecting on her role in my circle of support at a very dark time in my life. But that's not the only context. In fact, I'm sure my family is not the only one to have these kinds of conversations during the holidays. When families get together and they start reminiscing, things can get deep. And if you want to be prepared for some of these soul-searching, depth-reaching conversations, specifically on Black women's reproductive justice, to be clear, then I deeply encourage you to read the foundational text by Dorothy Roberts called Killing the Black Body. Because if you do read this, you will be armed with facts like, since the Black woman's time in bondage in this nation, we have defied the slave master's control of our womb. We abstained, we used contraceptives and abortives so much that Southern medical journals in the 1800s reported that Black female slaves possessed a secret ability to end a pregnancy early. Despite the rape, despite the sexual assault, despite the general assaults, the kidnapping, the selling of our children, the literal chains and physical labor Black female bodies endured, we found ways to resist control of our wombs, at least. Techniques that we brought from Africa, herbal remedies that slave women used for abortion, like the infusion of tansy, rue, roots and seed, of cotton plant, pennyroyal, cedar gum, and camphor, either in gum or spirits. These tactics supported enslaved women in their efforts to have choice over their bodies, even in bondage. This is one context that my mother and I have this conversation. Another context that Roberts raises is the idea of procreative liberty. It's widely known that the eugenics movement targeted Black mothers as unfit. Out of it, sterilization programs arose that included abortion as a means of enforcing the elimination of procreative liberty for Black families. These programs stopped, in large part, because of a court case, Ralph v. Weinberger, where another Virgin Mary, her sister, and her mother impacted the political and cultural context. You see, Mary Alice and Minnie Ralph Poor African-American sisters from Alabama were sterilized at the ages of 14 and 12. Their mother, who was illiterate, had signed an X on a piece of paper she believed gave permission for her daughters, who were both mentally disabled, to receive birth control shots. This happened in 1974. 
This case uncovered that around 100,000 to 150,000 poor people, again, overwhelmingly Black Americans, were being sterilized annually under federally funded eugenics programs. But it didn't end there. In a recent case, California prisons authorized sterilizations of nearly 150 female inmates between 2006 and 2010, most of whom are Afro-American and Latino. As a result of this, there is available victim compensation for forced sterilization in California. Many people who lived in state-run hospitals, homes, and institutions through 1979 were sterilized, leaving them unable to have biological children. Additionally, many people who were in custody of a state prison or other correctional facilities after 1979 were forcibly or involuntarily sterilized. Now, the forced or involuntary sterilization compensation program financially compensates survivors of state-sponsored sterilization. The California Victim Compensation Board administers the program. So, if you happen to be listening to this and you are a California survivor of forced sterilization, please visit victims.ca.gov to submit an application for compensation but they are only accepting applications between January 1st, 2022 through December 31st, 2023. So please reach out to an org that supports victims and survivors to help with your application if needed, or download and email the application online. CalVCB offers a plethora of resources and compensation, financial as well as emotional support services. And so it's in this context that my mother, my Black mother, and her Black child have this conversation and reflecting about a moment that I made a choice. It's also in the context that currently Black women abort at almost four times the rate of white women. And for many hearing that, it's easy to conclude a couple of things. One, that Black women don't care about Black life. I've heard that said here and there as if it was a truth. It's not true. It's wrong, wrong, wrong. And the conditions that led our enslaved ancestors to abort their babies in bondage was out of survival and for the love of their own life and the love of their own liberty. So to say that this statistic reflects how we feel about Black life, it ignores the community and social systems that both help and hinder the determination of a Black woman's reproductive health. Another conclusion that people might come to, especially those who are a little more nuanced in their thinking, they may hear the statistic and feel like it means that the eugenics programming onslaught that Black mothers endured for a generation, that that programming worked. Another conclusion would be that Black women are exercising their freedom to choose, and they're having to make hard choices in harder conditions more frequently than other people. And this is evidenced, as Dorothy Roberts argued even back in 1997, by the high infant 
and maternal mortality rates for Black mothers and Black children. So you have to think, would Mary have made the same choice to let it be as the angel had said if her conditions were different? We don't know. We do know that Moses' mama, who was enslaved and holy and honorable, she sent her baby down the river. Just saying. And for the last bit of context, Dorothy Roberts says this, Policies governing reproduction not only affect an individual's personal identity, they also shape the way we value each other and interpret social problems. And it's with all this history, all these cultural archetypes, that my mother and I have this conversation. Enjoy. All right, so I have an incredible treat right now. I know I have just went through some of the darkest moments of my life, but I had a light in those dark moments. I've spoken about a few of them, um, but right here in front of me, broadcasting out to the world, one of those lights is here And that light is my mom, of course, (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Alicia Cannon. And I'm inviting her to just talk with me about the importance of having a support system when you are going through something so difficult, especially thinking about Black motherhood, thinking about being a Black woman under rape culture. And I just want to ask mom, Juan, how you doing? Fine, baby girl. (laughs) (laughs) My sweetheart, I am doing great. Okay, good, good. And um, wanting to gently go into just the ideas that I've been discussing and bringing us back to those really hard moments. Um, When I was a teenager, I'm 15 years old. It finally gets revealed that I'm pregnant. My brother had just been murdered about two months before. And you were able to lift me up and support me through that hard time. And I just want to ask, like, what came up for you? Mm. Yeah, pretty deep stuff um, to talk about. Um, One of the things that came up for me was my own personal experience being a teenage mother and then mirroring my own mother's teenage pregnancy experience. And that was just something that I... um, You know, I fought really, I thought I was fighting really hard to prevent for both you and your sister. I did not want to have that repeated again. I wanted to be the person that, you know, I would be the last teenage mother, you know. So that was a lot of the thought that I had, like I failed, you know. And hold that thought. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, do you think that the fact that we have been given these messages that one getting pregnant as a teen especially as a young black teen or a teen that is in a low income community that that automatically equals failure despite you know what you've been able to accomplish what you know Gigi's been able to accomplish the fact that we have had a culture that gives us this message that it's something to be ashamed of to be a mother. Absolutely. Um, You know, I I love my uncle very dearly. But one thing that when when, you know, when the family found out that I was pregnant, one of the things that rang in my head was something that he said to me. You know, he was like, you're not going to be anything, you know, um, you're going to be out here just like, you know, the rest of these young girls that have kids, you're not going to be successful in life. And, you know, that continued to ring in my head. And But actually, you know, it was the driving force to make me want to do better with my life, too. So it was kind of a duality, <laughs> you know. And and it still rings in my head. As you see, I'm, you know, kind of emotional about that. But I, I love my uncle. He's one of my favorite uncles. But, you know, I don't think he understood the things that he said when I when they found out I was pregnant, what that really did to me. You know, so absolutely, yes, there is um, this thing that, you know, it's, it's a failure. It's a bad thing if you're pregnant and you're not married and you're, you know. Yeah, it's a stigma. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there's another stigma that if you decide to then end the pregnancy, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I felt like I definitely felt that um, double-edged sword because actually I'm getting a little bit emotional too because I have an auntie that I love very dearly. And before any of those things transpired, I remember her saying something very similar to me, but she said in particular, oh, you're going to be just like your mother. Wow. You know, which I don't think is a bad thing, by the way, <laughs> just to let it be known. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> she didn't know much about me. So. <laughs> but in the darkest moment, you know, when I was ready to give up my life, you know, just at the prospect of bringing another life mm-hmm. into the world, I feel like that's a symptom of rape culture, too, though, because it's emblematic of the fact that there's not the support for new life. There's not the support for folks who would choose to continue a pregnancy. But then for those of us who don't want to continue the pregnancy, and I wonder you know, like right now we're in, we're at a moment in time where we're losing that right. That right has been just like shut down by the Supreme Court. And I think that it's very critical that one, if this is a free country, if we believe that our bodies are divine, that it should be our divine right to then have those conversations with our creator if this is a country that has religious freedom, all of those things, then we should be able to have the right to make those decisions ourselves and without the stigma, without the shame. But I, I'm curious, like, if you want to weigh in there. Um, I, I believe I had the conversation, or maybe your father had, that I've had abortions, um, at least two. And... Being on the other side of my age, like I'm older now, sometimes I do think about them. You know, I mean, it wasn't in any sense of being raped. You know, I was willing to lay down and, you know, kind of got caught up. But I knew, you know, after, because I had actually an abortion between you and your sister, and, you know, you were actually my third child. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. And so, well, I think you know, I and, I, that. and I do know, you, you probably didn't. I, I don't talk much about it. You know, I do understand your point. But, you know, because I have gone through a transformation in my quest of the divine feminine, I just, I feel different than I did when I was younger. And, you know, I believe that, yes, it is important to have support because you're going to need it, especially depending on, you know, your situation in life and, where you know, if you find yourself with child and depends on where you are with that, um, you know, whether if, if it was rape or if you just, you know, you don't have anywhere to live, you're living with someone, you know, it depends on your situation, you know, or, or the reasons why women would you know, want to abort. I get it, but that's why it's important to, you know, just kind of have and seek out as much support as you can. If you don't have it, you might need to just seek it. You know, I think about the people that can't have children. Mm -hmm. You know, that's always a thought. 
maybe you could, you know, put your child up for adoption and let someone else love that child, you know. So, you know, that's just my thought now that I'm older in life because, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I've never had an abortion and I never, you know, um, had the notion of, you know, I can't take care of this child, you know, so I have to abort it, you know, because I've been there. So I kind of understand both sides. But, you know, right now, if, you know, you or your sister or any young woman that I know in my life would be with child and they wanted to go there, I would, you know, I would definitely be against it. Mm -hmm. You know, I would be against it at this point in my life. I want to say that I appreciate that when I was 15 and I came to you, that you were open, that you didn't push me one way or the other, that you asked me, what do I want to do, you know, and that you were a part of my support system. Yeah. Well, by that time, you know, I was still young. I was 32, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, but I was at a point where I did understand. I mean, I had a decent job. You know, I did understand that, you know, we could work this out. (laughs) So you would never be alone. You know, it would never be one of those situations. You know, I mean, I guess you're just blessed that way (laughs) to have support in your life, you know? Yes. So I I just, you know, I thank you for reminding me of, you know, where I was because, you know, again, my thought of it all was I failed as a parent, you know, because that was the one thing that I did not want you guys to experience was being a teenage mother because it was tough. Mm -hmm. You know, it was tough. You know, I know you know the story when I was in college, you know, when I went to college, no one knew I had kids because I didn't tell. If they didn't ask, I didn't tell, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and it wasn't like that. I was embarrassed. But then again, it was, you know, because no one else had kids. Not that I knew of, you know, so I kind of wanted to be I wanted my college experience to be just that a college experience. So I didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just know that as a mother, I wanted you guys to have a good childhood, you know, unlike me, and not have the things that I had to suffer through. I didn't want that for you guys. No, that, that of course, is all understandable. And I think that, you know, that's what most parents want for Absolutely. their children. and. It's also why we have to destroy rape culture. (laughs) (laughs) It's why it must go down. So thank you so much for joining me in this very, like, hotbed discussion, you know. Um, Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for inviting me and wanting to, you know, hear something from me and share, you know, my feelings and thoughts on this topic. So I appreciate that as well, baby. I love you. (laughs) Love you too. (laughs) So to close, please do understand a couple of things. Denial of reproductive justice and taking away a person's right to choose, whether to birth or to abort, that seizing of choice upholds rape culture. We heal ourselves and our culture when we release shame, 
when we release guilt and we embrace compassion and the truth of our divine identity. I end with this quote from Dorothy Roberts. Relying on the concept of self-definition celebrates the legacy of Black women who have survived and transcended conditions of oppression. This affirmation of personhood is especially suited for challenging the devaluation of Black motherhood, underlying the regulation of Black reproduction. So, discover yourself and define yourself. Join Survivors Heal on January 6, 2023 for a fresh new episode for the brand new year. Disclaimer, my views, beliefs, and opinions are my own and do not necessarily reflect the views of my guests, resource organizations, or sources shared. Last thing. Every day we survive is a new chance to seek healing. Peace to your journey, good people. Ashe. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ocean by H10 Hotels and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.